Oh, yeah, good, good choice. <laughs> so, Metallica. Sorry, I'm just, while, while you're going to tell me about Metallica, I need to take a picture of a death certificate and send it to somebody. But carry on. That's, that's uh, fun, and we needed okay. to know it. That's obvious. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no offense to Alphonse, but now I'm a bit more invested about it. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like, fuck Metallica, kind of. <laughs> yeah, indeed, in this case, we are much more interested. What a shitty this. thing to do. Like, Also, like, you know, by the way, pause your story. I'm just going to do this thing that's incredible. Oh, no, no, I say continue your story. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> but yeah, carry on, you know, like, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding yeah, a yeah, death certificate. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that's, that's, that's right. It's just casual stuff. I do every day. Casually. Yeah. You know, I'm just, you didn't need you to were, know, but you know, just. I literally yeah. paused the conversation once because I had to figure out, I had to translate a Dutch fucking land deed for South Africa. <laughs> once. No, was like, who was, who was just gonna, just... For his friend, the, the Prince of Nubia, he needed a loan. No, actually, yeah. something and, and, I was in iTunes online, Yeah. And he um, just called an Argentinian hitman about for this. And he just had to pause the conversation just to make sure it is the right person is yeah. going to be taken. And out. now he needs to show the death certificate. Yeah, exactly. So actually, the job has been done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they get paid. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a second, he's just like, he's on the phone like, listen, Carlos, the, I did your favor, okay? We're, we're quit. <laughs> we're yeah. through. No more. We're even. That's it. I said it, but this was the last time. <laughs> um, wait, wait. I'm just looking. Okay, I think I've got the. Yeah, okay. Uh, fuck, there's loads of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. If if you find about in the you know all, all the cases of the GFK murder, just don't hold back, please. Let us know <laughs> if, if if any of them it is in there amongst I, all the death certificates. Actually, now that Charlie brings it up. I actually have a piece of so pretty much when JFK died, 24 we hours after you have skull and made a necklace. <laughs> exactly, that is what I thought. I was like, please don't tell me you have that. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I have the bullet from the grassy knoll. <laughs> no, 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 no. So pretty much when JFK died, they released this little like A5 pamphlet out of the day of his death, pretty much for everybody. Because it As was you such would a, do, yeah, of course. Well, it was a big, I mean, it was a big fucking thing at the time, and it had his obituary in it and blah, blah, blah. Pretty much, it's like a small thing of his obituary and what happened. And I have my, I, I did a job for somebody, and they were like, you're into history. Sorry, just like, okay, how okay. do you, how, sorry, how do you do that tastefully? Like, who <laughs> was the fucking designer who worked on this pamphlet? Like, how do you do that? Like, how do Seems you, for like, the Washington Post. I'll go and get that. Let me take this picture of this thing, and then I'll and then I'll. Because um... like I just keep imagining this, like someone sitting in front of this, like you know, the job description, and it's like you've got to design yeah. this pamphlet for the death of JFK. It needs to say what happened, and you know, like be tasteful. And I just imagine this person being like, <sighs> "Fuck," you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well the funny i mean because it was such it was such a big thing at the time because when jfk died so for example um an old after drama, he warned us about uh, secret societies yes <laughs> after he said he was going to crack down on the cia um <laughs> and so forth uh sorry i'm just yeah that should be it and i've got the signature in there of the mortician 1898. Cool. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've that off properly. Cool. 
No, no, that's a death sticker I'm sending. Anyway, um, so yeah, pretty your much... Hitman heat, going to be happy because he will get paid now. It's like, <laughs> and you're really late on that one. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like you're really behind <laughs> nice. that payment. Yeah. Jesus, man, how many emails did he send you chasing that shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gone from manuscript <laughs> yeah. and quill to pen and ink and paper to from telegram to telegraph to telephone to fucking email and you still ain't send it to me. <laughs> so um where was it? Anyway, the guy just yes. keeps showing up at Adam's house like Adam Collins, uh no. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and also you got every day the you know the, the fish in wrap up in newspaper. You know, like in Godfather, <laughs> and you are like, well, I guess today we will have fish in the evening again. You know, <laughs> Dude, so by the third time, by the third the time, someone hands me that. Oh, that's a really funny thing because, like, literally, you know, like, like when they do that in the Godfather, I did look at it once. Like, you know what? You just got that's like a present for me. Fuck it, thank you. He's dead. Yeah, now I can eat like, today. There is no <laughs> takeaway today. I already have the food. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the head off. He sleeps with the fishes. Um, <laughs> Where was that? Oh, so anyway, I'll go backwards. So pretty much um, one of, so, so a drama colleague I had long ago, they said that their, I'm going to say their grandparent did a show on just off Broadway. And apparently it was this comedic show. And for like the first week, everybody was in stitches. And then one night happened where like everyone came in, sat down. And Hi. obviously, because it's 1963, <laughs> you don't get information. And they did the show and no one laughed. Everyone was really uneasy. No one was saying, doing anything, blah, blah, blah. And literally, like, they came out of the show going, this is bullshit. That was, like, the worst fucking crowd ever. And they walked out. And the first newspaper they saw on the street was JFK shot dead. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay. You, you know what would be the worst? <laughs> if he would have a lot of president jokes during in this this stuff, you know? <laughs> We'd have the crowd coming in, they know already what happened. Well, the worst thing and he don't know it... anything, and he's just like, oh, yeah, JFK, he's an asshole. <laughs> and nobody's laughing. You know? No, like, no, it would have been worse if it was like... Crowd. If it was like, because there is plays of the death of Lincoln. So, like, can you imagine you doing a play about Ooh, the assassination? Yeah. Which of already the in itself is a bit like, you know, because he died at the theater. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not really natural head. causes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I heard not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not, you know, not healthy to get a bullet. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not healthy to get a bullet. Oh, no, the worst one <laughs> yeah. was because um, so America's had three assassinated presidents. And I can't remember the third one. I think. Anyway. Well, well, Reagan got a shot. So he was shot. Reagan he wasn't assassinated. No, 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 no. But he got, one... he got two bullets in, in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and he Speaking joked of, uh, about Lincoln it. Lincoln being killed, by the way, I saw a documentary that was really interesting to watch uh, because it's interesting, but also because it was really like time stamped. So it's something that came out. It's called The Secret of Oz. Oh, no, no, more no more tin foil hat fucking documentaries, Alphonse. <laughs> it came out just as like the the crash of 2008 was hitting and essentially it's mm. these guys trying to like so their whole thing is that they're um, a lot of people at the time started pushing and it's still a big discussion these days started pushing to return the the financial system to being gold backed mm -hmm. um, so you know like it used to be gold backed and then gold was taken away and, and, and now it's like yeah, the gold standard that, and now it's fiat, and they were like, we should go back to the gold standard, blah, blah, blah. And these guys are saying, 
that essentially it's right at the time of the Great Depression, of not the Great Depression, the Depression of 2008. And they're saying, if you want to fix this, um, this isn't just like an informational thing. It's definitely like a political push, right? They're saying, if you want to fix this, like the way you do it is not going back on the gold standard is by getting the uh, state to issue its own money free from debt instead of relying on the central banks, which are privately owned and, and borrow money to you. Like, you know, when you, when money is printed, it's, it costs itself back. So like every dollar costs another dollar in, in, because it's credit essentially. And what what they're saying is like, what you should do is like the governments print their own money, but it doesn't come with a debt. So it's just worth itself. Um, and then they start going through history, a couple of different cases where that's been done in the past and how it worked, like different ways that it was done and in instances where it actually, it always made the economy boom. Um, and one case was this president that I forget the name now completely, um, but he did this, like started the greenbacks the notes were called greenbacks because they were green on the back. Oh, um, shit. Okay. Uh, no, I know this one. Uh, so he was just before on. Lincoln. He was just before Lincoln. Yeah. Um, so he started the greenbacks. John Adams. No, really? no, it wouldn't be John Adams. Uh, it, wouldn't be John, it wouldn't be John Quincy Adams either. It's not Jackson because Jackson fucking hated the idea of the bank. Um, Washington? Well as, no, Washington was before all of them. So it goes... Uh, Jackson... Uh, I, I want to say Polk. I want to say either Van Buren or Polk. One or the other. Uh, I could be, uh, I'm completely wrong, probably, but I'm going to get, I'm putting my stamp on either Polk or Van Buren. Hold on. No, that doesn't sound right. Uh, President USA before Link. Right, Greenbacks. Yeah, the Greenbacks, yeah. Right in Google. Uh, James, James Buchanan. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, James Buchanan. Yeah. So that would be the. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that there was a president named like. Yeah, he's. So he's. He was yeah. the one right before Lincoln, am I correct? Right before Lincoln. Yeah, so he's. Well, voted as, no, he's nobody voted remembers as he... him because he's not being shot on the theater. No, no, no. So, no actually, you know... he, actually, actually, hold on. He's remembered as the worst president they ever had. Wait, sorry. The... I think I can tell. I can Hold tell it's not true since in the last four years before uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 thing is being claimed. Uh, no, I no, would hold like on, to... hold on. I'm I'm talking shit. Like it wasn't. I don't think it was him because the greenbacks were actually around for a long time. That was part of what they were, what they were calling attention to it was like the greenbacks actually lasted quite a bit. So it was there. Anyway. I will. So, actually, I know another way to find. So, USA president. Well, to carry on with, um, oh fuck, I can't remember his name. I've forgotten his name. The most forgettable president ever. Donald Andrew Trump. Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Jackson. So, so it was Jackson, who hated literally yes. everything he touched. Andrew the man, Jackson, old Hickory, uh, the man who killed the, the president who killed more people in jewels than any other fucking president. <laughs> okay, you have you have I, to you have you have to define this to he hated everything what he was touched. It's like you know, just pick up the coffee like ah, eh, so it's like a fucking you know? coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so do you want to know what his last food, words were? Ah, do you want to know what his last words were? I only regret two things. One, I never 
killed James J. Polk and I never sh- hanged. I can't remember the other guy, but one of them was his vice president. Well, <laughs> he regretted that he never killed anyway, his vice with his bare hands. Listen, anyway. we, we, we are still parallel with Trump with Michael Pence yeah. and yeah. the same way he wanted to hang him. So, so he created the Green Packs and actually he was the only, pre- and that's how I found him just now, he was the only president who ever cleared the national debt. So in his time, like national debt disappeared because he had yep. this money that was printed by the government. And- but it's a little bit more than that, mate, because yes. he did he did also move all the Native Americans off their land and just gave land out. Yes. Like he sold Thank a you, lot of fucking Adam. land off. The guy who did this one good thing I'm talking about was also horrible in other ways. Thank you. <laughs> that <laughs> helps the, the conversation. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you're, so anyway, you're, you're literally spelling it like he came up with greenbacks and that solved everything. And it's like, yeah, no, he did a lot more being things. absolutely horrible, disgusting human being. No, uh, no, I mean, he did this one thing that I'm discussing right ways. now. He did this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stop, Can we stop, go with stop that? Stop looking at it. No, stop saying it like I'm saying he did a humanitarian. Pro- yeah, he did. But he didn't just cure their debt through just inventing greenbacks. He did a lot more shit. In like okay. the amount of time he was there. Can yeah, I yeah, the thing. finish yeah. telling you what the documentary is about? <laughs> Just tell me the documentary, <laughs> okay. motherfucker. So anyway, their whole I, point... I know. I, I know what is the documentary about. It's yeah. uh, 9-11 was an inside job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right you are. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's just this. This documentary is about that. They give a bunch of examples of like their whole thing was this is literally is put out to say, look, this is what we think should be done. This is what we're pushing for. And here's the reason why, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's really interesting to watch. Uh, and you have to watch it. Like they keep reminding you during the documentary, but you have to watch it if you watch it. Uh, thinking of like that time when people were like, oh, what the fuck happened? with What's this? The crash? Like what's credit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mortgages. Um, and they like explaining all this stuff and their point is it's not about what backs your money anything can back your money uh, it's about who controls the how much you have of that thing so like when it was gold that sounded like a good idea because it was dependent on how much gold was in the country but the goldsmiths controlled the gold so they could create inflation and now oh. you have fiat which was to fight that, but because fiat is essentially, it's a debt that you owe to the banks every time they print money, they decide so they can create inflation again, right? Um, and, you know, this isn't some, this is something widely known. Like when you start looking into finance, it's like, it's very well known and established and acknowledged in a lot of places that the uh, central bank, if they didn't cause in one way or another, they aggravated all the crisis we had in our lifetime. Like all of them, they look at the central bank, they're like, oh yeah, we really fucked up there. But you know, next time we'll be great. You know, mm-hmm. so they just keep doing that. Oh yeah, that's a common um, thing. That, that since like in 1929, literally in when, so 1929 were Black Friday, what's known as Black, Black Friday, when they actually, when it actually happened, beforehand the banks had actually had money pumped into them from the government via um herbert hoover who his main pro no not by hoover i think it was the one before him but it was like kind of a way of propping them up and they were like right right if you give us all this money we'll make sure we solve the crisis and we won't do what we did again 
and then literally a month later they did yeah. it exactly again yeah yeah <laughs> because of course you know um but yeah anyway um here comes the tinfoil hat um <laughs> if, oh, you, if you mention the name i, Robert I Charles, that, that was the i will go mental old- I saw that that was the whole theory, which was the no, no. This is this is the whole. Oh, okay. That that was the okay. This is the whole thing. But what they start talking about is like, so essentially they start saying, "Look, why? Like, most people don't understand economy, like finances. You know, any economic theory, they don't understand it. It's true. Like, we don't. Um, Mm -hmm. But what they start talking about is like the reason why." we keep having these issues is because there is a group that's privately that is privatized, which is the central banks that control the, the resource to money. So they create inflation as, as is necessary. And if you start causing too much trouble, they just create a bunch of inflation. Fuck you. You know? So the point that they're making is like move towards a non-privatized system. So like the government spread the money, um, and then you, it's not owed to anyone. Like when you, when a government prints money, it doesn't owe more money to itself. It just owes that mm. one dollar um, or pound or whatever. And they even talk about England in Elizabethan times, which is apparently was great for economy because she did that also. Um, and it was good know, right up until she died. <laughs> Adam, did you know about um, what was it called? Tally sticks. Did you know about this? rings a bell but i haven't it's insane a bit. It's, My... okay. it's literally this it's this system but what they had was like uh, tally sticks which was like you'd get a stick literally a stick and then mark it with how much money was being printed so it's like you know a mark for a thousand let's say six thousand oh, yeah, okay. yeah there's there's one of those in um Yes. Oh, what museum is it? Ah, uh, it's not the British Museum. It's not the Cultural. Yeah, yeah, it's no. another one. Yeah, it's it's one it's of one, the. But I've seen it. Yeah. He's got markings in gold on it as well. Yes, when on the finish, documentary, he goes and like he's he's there and he's like showing that thing and they're talking about how it worked and all of that and how it was a, a time of, a time of economic growth and all of this stuff and then always a bunch of problems with the goldsmiths at the time before they were bankers. Um, so anyway, the, where the tinfoil hat comes is that they start saying, look, these groups are powerful. They, they want to keep doing this this way. And then they start talking about Lincoln for ex- and other situations. But Lincoln comes up about how before he was killed in the theater, he was actually locked in a conflict with bankers because he wanted to keep because the greenbacks went on for a long time, actually, which I have never heard about them. Um, but they went on for a long time and it was right after Lincoln that they disappeared because the bankers wanted to like re- return to the gold standard. And he was like, no, 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 this is, this is good. We're going to keep this. And then he was shot. And then the next guy was like, I guess the gold standard sounds like a good idea. And uh-huh. they're like, hmm, you know, rubbing their nose and stuff. But it is the yes. same like in, you know what they're saying with JFK as well, because you know it's like JFK. What he wanted to do, he wanted to end the Vietnam War, and yeah. you know it was yeah. really, really into it. And obviously, lots of companies would be losing billions because of yeah. the guns, about everything. And suddenly, when he died, Lyndon Johnson, as soon as he took over, the first thing what he did just signed off about continuing yeah. the Vietnam War, which yeah. everybody was surprised. 
why is a president he's just going for that one uh, so, i i i i so first of all in 1963 when kennedy is shot they're not america is not actually in a conflict in vietnam they are regulators because actually so what you have to think of is actually second it's a second indochinan war which is between North Vietnam and South Vietnam, which also links to what's called the secret war or the main civil wars in Laos. And you also have the, um, the uprisings in Cambodia. Um, by 1964, with Johnson, they're still sending advisors, but they're not actually sending actual troops until you get the Tongan cry, uh, pretty much when the, the, they sunk the ship in the bay. Um, uh, well, I mean, some say, oh, that was a, a red flag event. Others would say that it wasn't. It did actually happen, but it was just an accident. Pretty that much doesn't, that doesn't take from what Charlie just said. <laughs> Ish, because Kennedy didn't actually say he wanted to end the Vietnam War because in Vietnam he wanted not... to not have a war. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> you was really what, you know? what, Kennedy, yeah. what Kennedy had actually said though was he want he didn't want to go back into the Bay of Pitt. They didn't want to continue yeah. the um because obviously in 1963 you get the missile crisis. As well, well as yeah, sixty-two. The, yeah, you had the missile. Sorry, sixty-two. Yeah, and then you have the yeah. Bay of Pigs and so forth. And Kennedy actually wanted to tone down. So pretty much, the the um, fucking what is it called? It's not a border. It's the fucking eh, sanctions on Cuba, which by the way are going on to this day. <laughs> to this yeah. day, Cuba is still having <laughs> sanctions put against them. Um, well, you, you U.S. wasn't happy to literally, you know. Cuba take over in the Las Vegas and actually with all the you know big giant casinos and everything what US used for laundering money suddenly a guy Fidel Castro turned up and said well actually now Cuba it is belong to us for our people and as you know US as... like what what, what? for the no, Cubans no no what what, what, what do we have so to this is the thing because this is the thing, Castro, <laughs> Castro was a dictator and Castro is dead and Castro had over 250 fucking assassination attempts on him to the point where they tried to like poison his beard and try to do that. Yeah, I, I remember that CIA report. So yeah. the guy before That is him, disgusting. That's one thing you do not do to someone. You do not poison their beard. Not poison the beard. That, that's, that is just disrespectful. That, that, like, that I wouldn't is a call line that to my worst enemy. Yeah. The, amount, the yeah. amount of CIA fucking evil villain shit that was like assassination attempts i've read a load yeah, of them careful you're gonna sound like you need a tinfoil hat no no yeah. no this is they've released this no no they've, they've oh, okay it. no they've if it's in it. the past is okay okay it's just if it's happening yeah. now you're crazy okay no 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 i mean is in no, no, sorry i forgot 100 evidence like the cia it went oh yeah yeah we tried to assassinate castro well, well, like, actually, actually they acknowledged that yeah they were acknowledging they it when they, they were doing it no i know i was clearly <laughs> being facetious like yeah but but no no that's true sorry so, were you there were you i don't know if you remember this but um i remember it funny because i looked it up because robin williams made a joke about it but george w bush live on tv authorized the secret plot to assassinate Saddam Hussein. And they were, like, <laughs> they were like, what? Wait, yeah, yeah. George W. Bush live on TV at a press conference uh, said, yeah, yeah we're going to authorize the, our secret plan to assassinate Saddam Hussein. And everyone was like, excuse me, did you just, did you just widely tell everybody about a secret plan to kill Saddam it's Hussein? It's fine. It's fine. People don't care. Like, no one's gonna, <laughs> exactly. like, like no one's like, paying attention. It really is doesn't Bush. Matter. He says this shit all the fucking time. He can't yeah, whatever. 
You, you know um, what? I, I'm I'm still saying he cannot really top Trump. So in that level, so it's like there is no amount of stupidity in the. They history. don't need to. So is because they don't because the president doesn't matter. Like it, yeah, it yeah. I, I mean that's I mean you know when when the uh, the ele- the election when you know obviously Russia was interfering about the U.S. election then you know and CIA, FBI, and Homeland you know it is they just bring up all the evidence and saying that, yeah. yeah, we have the evidence. And Trump walks out and he says, well, yeah, I know what the CIA and the FBI and Homeland said about this, but I just spoke with President Putin and he said he didn't do it. So I believe him. And, I, and I told him guy. he could do it. And, and then in the same like, breath, he's like, I told him he could do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, it's like literally you just, you know, throw under the bus in your own secret service saying that, yeah, I know that it worked like hundreds and thousands of agents who bring up evidence and everything is there. But doesn't matter. I spoke with the guy. He said he didn't do it. It's okay. You know? <laughs> so so okay. going back to Castro, Castro, the guy before him was Batista. And apparently, according to, and I have heard comments from Cub- Cubans, they were like, oh, if you think Castro was bad, Batista was like fucking Yeah, I mean, worse. I've seen him fight. The guy is wild. Yeah, he's, See, that was a, <laughs> and he, he knew <laughs> part, he knew that how to do a party. Yeah, but he was a great family man. So that's, that's, that's helped him. Yeah, nothing can go over his head. He would catch it. He's too quick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh, you threw me off with that, Alphonse. Like, I go through. Sorry, all I I just it was too cheap to not take. <laughs> <laughs> like you, my friend. Like you. <laughs> you, 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 you were talking about. <laughs> You were talking about Batista. Oh, oh, fucking Batista was the Cuban. So he was the Cuban dictator for eight years before Castro. And he was like fucking, well, like every fucking dictator like was worse than usually. Like, it's really funny because people were like, yeah, Castro took over and he was a son of a bitch. He was a step up <laughs> from like the guy beforehand. That's how people talk about Trump. You, you realize that like, oh, yeah, this guy is a bit rapey, but, you know, like he's not it's Trump. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the one exception against the rule, Alphonse. I mean, come on, like I mean the, How the does world that leader work? orgies How does that work? the world leader orgies have to be attended by somebody. I mean, you keep telling us about these things. So it's true. The it's world true. leader I, I, orgies. I, I, I think I think the reason why Trump it is, you know, kicked out from this world leader orgies because he's just too He's not, you know, he still goes. He still well, goes. L- listen, he just goes with the mask of his own face. We <laughs> knew now to... in from from official papers he liked to be you know hit by his ass by the Forbes magazine when he's on this newspaper. <laughs> so he's a bit too extreme for this miserable orgies. I he's think. really it's not. Like just... okay. <laughs> he's really not. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, I but, know but it's you don't weird. listen. But you, <laughs> okay. but you don't understand. He's too much enjoying it. The whole point of these orgies, they're not, not allowed to enjoy it. They have to be miserable. They're just doing because they have to. Trump would enjoying it. They're okay, not allowed him to do it. I gotta admit, if there is somebody who would enjoy a miserable orgy, Trump would be like, he'd be there with his fucking thumbs up and that weird fucking smile thing he does all the time. Yeah. Because yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't do the thumb up like normally. He puts it forward in this weird kind of claw thing. <laughs> if you've noticed, I like, you like, can you imagine? Way too much attention to this man. I don't. Oh no, I got that from Stephen. I wasn't I even aware he had thumbs. 
<laughs> you know, even when he had thumbs. <laughs> he had I mean, I thumbs. suspected he might, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> like, I never counted his fingers, you know. So, like, yeah, yeah, maybe that's the reason why you were happier than us. Well, no, we counted <laughs> all his fingers. <laughs> so, so this is the thing. The reason I got it was because apparently, well, not apparently, it is true. Trump is really, really self-conscious about how small his hands are. To the point that that's somebody... an old joke. You're you're late. Like move no, on. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah that, is that one is too fact. old. Like that is buried in the internet already. Yeah, yeah, but there's an actual fact to this. Is that so? One magazine writer in the eighties mentioned about his hands being a bit small, and every year he will send him pictures, circled in like golden sharpie of his hands going, and send it like it would send him these um, envelopes with like his picture going. My hands are not small. <laughs> like circling his hand you, you, you know, like, and guys like I mentioned it once in the 80s I mentioned it once in the 80s and he's still sending me this shit <laughs> you know it, it is the same when when there was the tornado you know and he said it's going towards to Texas and you know they, they tweeted to just saying again tornado is not going you know towards to Texas and next day he just show a map and clearly it was drawn with a sharpie in, in line and saying that, yeah, that is the weather report. It goes to Texas. You can tell it's actually it's a sharpie in there. And it's just, just to prove he was right about that. It's so fucking funny. It's really, really funny. I mean, we it's do just, laugh, look, but look the man it. would... It's amazing. I mean, we do laugh, but any man who would have fun at a miserable orgy would be that man. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with a sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> Alphonse is tired of the miserable orgies. <laughs> oh. I have uh, nothing more to add about the miserable orgies. I've said my piece. <laughs> you said your piece. <laughs> Wearing the golden mask. <laughs> I said what I said and I meant what I said. God damn it. You can tell him I said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it in I, I said it in Harrow. I said it. Yeah, I said it. I said it in Austin, Texas. I said it. <laughs> I said here in Brooklyn. <laughs> I said it. I said it. <laughs> uh, I think I saw. By the way, I think I saw your city or village or town. I can't remember what. Uh, from a plane. From the plane. You did it in Argentina. No, 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 no. Um, so when we flew, we flew kind of adjacent to Portugal. And I did kind of look oh. out the window, but the six foot fucking guy next to me who, who uh, I, did, I did not enjoy this plane flight. I did not enjoy it at all. Okay, you so, didn't, so if, you didn't if, see if I understand, I if I you didn't see what you've seen. So this, this guy, if he wouldn't be blocking your view, you would be able to see Alphonse family who's waving you. On, on, <laughs> on there because you would just have a clear view exactly where he's coming from exactly right? I don't mean I saw I his from. exact city but I believe yeah. I saw the lights that resembled your city alright so what does it look like is it one single light in the middle of a desert it was like four that's lights where in I the come middle from. of nothing it's like, there's like <laughs> one light, light pole. in the middle of nothing <laughs> like, it was a bit like there's Las one Vegas light you know, you get like, like three dogs just running wild <laughs> <laughs> it's like one old lady just spreading venom everywhere, <laughs> and, and, and that's the city center, right? Yeah, yeah this is the city center. Yeah, I literally. I sorry, I remember the story you told me long ago, and I was like, when I was on the plane flying over the ocean, I was like, Joao was right. Joao was right. <laughs> what? So, you know, you told us the story about the old man who was like, when people were sailing off, and he was like, "You shouldn't be doing this." 
You're all gonna uh, die, yeah, yeah. whatever. But that, he <laughs> wasn't from my town, you know that. No, but I was I was still sitting there going like, sure, I was right. None of you fucking <laughs> should have left the country. Also, that wasn't his name. <laughs> was it? You always told me it was. You were like everybody's known. Every legend was Joao. So like every every <laughs> every legend is a Portuguese guy called Joao in it. So like Joao, like like bourgeois. Or, or no, like Joao. Well, he just can't mention. He can't pronounce. Oh, okay. It. Joao. Oh, okay. Yeah, Joao. Joao. Yeah, that Juan. was all right. Yeah, that was all right. Okay, so Juan was right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, motherfuckers. It's, 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 it's this story that they're really proud of, um, um, Charlie. So in Portugal, there's this legend that everyone is really proud to, to tell. It's like, it's called the old man from uh, Still, which is a place like Lisbon, I think. Um mm-hmm. So the legends, because, you know, obviously Portugal discovered everything, right? Uh, no, that was the, Hungary. Yeah, sorry, we are the discoverers. <laughs> um, anyway. You say you're discoverers, there was just one Hungarian guy who was there <laughs> at the front with like a, I yeah. discovered it first! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Like right to the front of every ship was a Hungarian anyway, guy. when we telescope. go to school and they teach us that Portugal is the land that discovered the entire world, uh, That's the same in Hungary. We did everything. Every invention. Yeah, everything. Yeah. We invented milk. We, it's we fu- invented well, water. It's funny because, so you know, yeah. the Portuguese discovered everything, but the Spanish conquered everything. So oh, we're I the see. discoverers. They are the conquistadors. And so so actually, they, are, they are the bullies. So you this, guys did all the so job. And they Portugal just and up. Spain actually look at the hubris in these motherfuckers. Honestly, it's a kind of like only Latinos, really. The Portuguese and the Spanish actually <laughs> got the together. They actually got together. These motherfuckers in this little peninsula, okay, they got together and they were like, right, you guys want to discover everything. We want to conquer everything. We can't be fighting all the time. We need to be Los Hermanos. So here's a map. <laughs> Los Hermanos. <laughs> okay. Here's a map. Nuestros Hermanos. We take a pink pencil and we draw a line in it. Everything above the line is mine. Everything below the line is yours. There you go. That's it. <laughs> they divided the world among them. They were like, by the way, that up, problem literally mind. reverberates through <laughs> history. By the way, th- what he just said yes. literally is a big problem for everybody yes. on the planet. But uh, yes. so, sorry, sorry to jump jump on it. But how are you going to draw a line if you haven't discovered everything yet? <laughs> well, I. I don't, they didn't teach us that He's part, so, so I don't know. Quick with that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> because it's like everything above you, but what is above you? Like, yeah, we don't know because you don't go and find it. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever's below this, whatever below this, what is it? I don't know. Find it. <laughs> With anything you find that way is yours. Okay. Um, anyway, the divided the world among them. I don't know. I've asked myself this question. No one could answer. I moved Actually, on. to answer. <laughs> Well, I can answer it. They drew the line through through Brazil, pretty much. So everything west of Brazil... That does not answer the question. 
Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. And also, on the map, and also, you know, point? if you draw it like through Brazil, like Portugal and Spain are going to be on the same side of that line. Like, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. No, not th- sorry, not through, but on the border of Brazil. So pretty much, they it handed is... over a map. Look, the Pope stop and the Pope trying to make sense of this. It doesn't. Matter. It's yeah, fucking yeah, stupid. Right. Okay, I it's have a story about. It's a story about them being like way too full of themselves. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> anyway, there's this legend. Okay, the the discoverers are about to get on their boat and go and discover <laughs> the world. Right, and everyone is gathered to say goodbye to the first boat of Portuguese people about to go. And there's this old man that comes along, and he's like, "Don't go, you're gonna die." You know, like you should <laughs> Great never acting, go. Alphonse. Great acting. You know? yeah. yeah, this this is how they teach us. Um, so anyway, the old man is like, "If you go, you're gonna die." And it's like, there's a monster out there that eats people, and <laughs> blah blah. And there's actually a really cool story about a monster that eats people um, at the Cape of Good Hope. But anyway, um, they go like, fuck you, old man. And they just get on their boat and like do a donut and leave. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the big the ship. Yeah. Just like with their dicks out, like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, Fucking does a wheelie. <laughs> yeah. And they go and, 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 and the old man and, and, dies and also that is the point when they obviously think the, the earth it is still flat. So it's like, oh, yeah, yes. we have to go straight line. That's it. We go. It's fine the because the, the the lower part of the disc belongs to Spain, oh, so yeah. it's okay. Of course. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anyway, the moral of the story being that uh, the Portuguese like have this conquering spirit, and they weren't afraid of anything. And you know, this old man was afraid of new things, and he wanted to just stay there and be a little nation. But we went and we built an empire. Um, and they, they, they hammer this shit into you and you're like, oh, whatever, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, brilliant, this, I will never forget this. Uh, I started taking my driver's license when I was 18. And this guy, like, we're driving around and it, my driving la- lessons were pretty much like wax poetic. We would just like drive <laughs> for an hour around. They're like drive around and this guy is just like talking all of this stuff. And I'm like, whoa. Um, <laughs> So one day he just turns to me like out of the blue and he's like, you know that story about the old man and blah, blah, And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you know what I think it's really funny? We're all descendant from that guy. You realize that because uh-huh. the ones who had the discovering spirit and left, they died there because they found new places. They never came back. Like, you know, they yeah. found a place, they settled, they lived there. Like now there's some other people. The Portuguese are the guy who stayed like yeah who didn't want to do the thing and uh that was funny yeah that, that, that's true <laughs> that was it. Like, uh, that's just it yeah yeah well that so, is yeah. what they're saying that you know when somebody uh don't have a discovering ideas or something is like the evolution when you know the apes became you know like uh, the same mutual ground you know and uh, they have in this kind of ancestors that you know because we are not from the apes we are the apes and the humans yeah. from the same ancestors. And, yeah. you know, there's the reason they're saying that, you know, when you're not deciding stuff, it's like, yeah, well, you are the one who stayed on the tree, you know, because <laughs> the, the others one, they already went out. And is that, is this a Hungarian saying? <laughs> you are on the tree. You know what we say in Portugal, if you're not deciding something, if you like take too long to make a decision like that, instead of saying the one you stayed on the tree. 
we say, I shit you not, I swear, people say this, okay? Like, I would turn to you and say, dude, just do something. You're not fucking me and you're not getting off of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's better than shit or get off the pot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard that phrase in the Australians who we are not here to fuck spiders. And, yeah. um... <laughs> I remember when one of my friends said that to me, and I was like, what? like We're not here to fuck spiders, mate. And then just walked off. Like, I'm following you, but like, I want answers. <laughs> Where the hell does that come from? <laughs> not here to fuck spiders. Honestly, like, why would you say that? The verb to fuck in Australia is a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Yeah. Not here to fuck spiders. A way of saying, why aren't we doing it already? I'm already doing it, or it's already done. Possibly derived from ant fucker. That doesn't <laughs> help me. <laughs> also, there's a movie. There's a Would movie we don't need from, to fuck spiders from 2020 called "We're Not Here to Fuck Spiders." Okay. In early uh. 2018. Thousands of hours of secretly filmed footage documenting day-to-day life in an ice dealer's house in South Sydney. Released anonymously without explanation on the internet, the footage was refined down to his story of the ice dealer, his girlfriend Fs, whom he keeps imprisoned in the house, his crew. What the fuck? That sounds mental. We have to watch it. We have to watch this. (laughs) Uh, it really looks mental. Like, even the picture. It sounds mental. It's from uh, Apple TV Plus. No, oh, okay. Oh no, this I'm is sorry. another. This is another one. Sorry, sorry. This is another. Oh. It really. What happens though? Bikers and corrupt cops—they deal with what the fuck. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know where the expression comes from, but now I've got something to watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally fascinated. So I'm trying to look up stuff as well. Well, oh god, fuck, fuck, so many questions. Yes, it's a fucking. I need one of that. Well, I found a, a a patch with a spider that says we're not here to fuck spiders. If you want one. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I can have few. Why not? You know, the, the, you, you can wear it next to it, you know, the TFL, the baby on board. And <laughs> we're not here to fuck spiders at the same time. So, you know, it's not going to be a human spider hybrid for sure. <laughs> that would be an interesting Koro. Say the guy who's not watching Koro, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's a picture of the fucking wrong... Actually, fucking... it wouldn't be an interesting horror. It'd probably be a lot similar to human centipede oh yeah yeah oh yeah, that's one, one of them what i've seen yeah and i wish i shouldn't but yeah yeah well i mean even i haven't watched human centipede come on dude yeah I, like yeah, i, I have was... watched i've watched all kinds of shit <laughs> okay like <laughs> like seriously all... horrible movies but i have not watched human centipede actually of all yeah, one two bad. or three by the way, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think there is so many episodes of it. Yeah, I just watched the first one and I said, 
no, that that is a bit too much, too much in my taste. Yeah, the so, second one I think is a guy who's obsessed with the first one, and tries to do it with a like eighteen persons, and then the third one is the third one set in prison. Is a guy who runs a prison who's obsessed with the first two movies, <laughs> and does it with like all the prisoners. It's just unbelievable. It's like, like, I don't know, like, you just keep making it bigger. It's just like, fuck it, I'll add more people. Fuck it, (laughs) you know? Like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, sorry. The thing is, I am, like, I haven't looked it up online, but I am convinced that if it doesn't exist now, it will exist. And if it doesn't yet, then we need to post this quickly because they will owe me money. Yeah. But someone will make one where it's Hitler obsessed with the first movies somehow i don't know who does someone with, goes that's back the purpose of the holocaust yeah. you know it's like he's doing it to all the jews like someone is going to make this movie it's like the most poor taste movie i can possibly imagine someone will do this well which film is the one which when when there is the zombie nazis and, uh, and oh also yeah in, like literally he, he, nazi zombies Hobbit. no Mm. Oh, okay. There is Nazi zombies. Iron Sky, yeah, Iron Sky, where they fucking colonize the moon. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, you know, there is this really great film which is obviously trash. You know, the Sharknado and all that stuff. Like us, yeah. was was making this one, like you know, the the Sherlock Holmes against the T Rex and this kind yeah. of films. You know, which is like brilliant. The idea how it is in you know just combine them together. Yeah, I'm pissed that actually, uh, uh, I think Universal or something, I've been building up this uh, King Kong Godzilla mm. movie. Yeah. And the, the King oh, Kong Warner. movie they, yeah, yeah the, the King Kong movie they made was actually really fun. Like it was a really fun creature feature. Uh, it's just like the, the, the one, the Skull Island. The Skull Island. It's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a really fun movie. And then yeah. I watched the Godzilla ones and I was like, what could you them fight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was pumped. I was like, "Yeah, Godzilla and King Kong. That's fucking stupid. I really want to watch that." Um, and I was just so disappointed with the, the Godzilla ones. You know what? I, I just watched that one, and I was like, "It's it's a film. It's a fun. It's it's a fun. It's visually it looks yeah, great." Yeah. As soon as you will get back to reality, a second you will get back to yeah. reality. And you think that to what actually happened is like there is no make fucking sense anything yeah. in this yeah. film. It's like why and how and when and, and yeah. it's like so many questions. It's like, I mean, but it's that kind impossible. of the thing is like the the King Kong one, the Skull Island, did that well because it, you know, even the way it plays, the way it looks, everything. It's totally one of those movies where it's like, okay, sit down, suspend disbelief for an hour yeah. and thirty and just enjoy like that's it it's just fucking silly you know there's yeah. you know there's like paranoid is playing and all all of this shit and it's yeah just have fun you know eat some popcorn whatever but the godzilla one we got a huey tried... too in this movie we've got a huey too <laughs> what the, the but, helicopter but he, they use is a huey but you know the the uh the uh, godzilla via king kong you know it's like when you start actually thinking like for example, when they are going on the ocean and you know transporting to Godzilla, 
Uh, well, I mean, uh, King Kong. And it was like, well, you know that Godzilla will come. So obviously, what you're going to do, you have this seven years old little girl who obviously going to yeah. come with them because why not to have a child endangerment during in this trip? And yeah. of course, when Godzilla turns <laughs> up, he's just like floating on the top of the water because he's not fucking tall to get through the ocean. And, you know, even memes, they are coming up like he has got really long feet to stand in, <laughs> in one place. It's like, what, what's going on? And when they are following, you know, King Kong in the hollow earth, and it's like, okay, well, I guess it's pitch black because there is no sun in there. No, it's beautiful, beautiful <laughs> sky and everything. It's like, you are in the middle of the fucking earth. How would you have anything which is light in there? Because, there is no obviously, light. Charlie, because it's flat. Like they're trying oh, yeah, to tell of course, you something. Of course, yeah. Okay. Shit. Uh, yeah. And the, and the guy who's like, you know, never see in this uh, uh, flying machine like a copter or something before, you know, questioning them to, oh, what is this? Oh, no, no, no. And five minutes later, he's driving it and flying, flying through <laughs> everything. It's just like, okay, he's a quick learner. Like, got it. But come on. And all of this kind of thing is just like so illogical. And, you know, it's fun to watch as a, as a visual effect. As soon as you will think but about the plot story. That, that's what I was saying. It's like the problem is that with, when they got to the Godzilla one, is they tried to make it like a typical Hollywood movie. It was like, you yeah. know, the, the King Kong Skull Island is just fun. That's it. Like you've yeah. got minimal character plot and it's like, just stick them in there, find a reason for them to have to survive and blow shit up. Like that's it. And it's fun. And you know, and you get like your little resolutions and it's like, yeah, good, yeah. good wrap up, go home. And then the Godzilla ones, they were like, oh, you know, this needs to be like a franchise and like make it serious and like emotional and get the little <laughs> girl here because she's famous now because of yeah. the show. And then, you know, and all of these things, and it's like it just doesn't make. It's not the product. She's famous now. It's true. But, but, it's, but, but like, also, you, you got you you got it in Millie Bobby Brown and their lines when they are with the kids and everything. Her only function and their only function the whole entire film. It is the end of the film. She's pressing a one button accidentally yeah. and that's it that is their whole entire contribution of yeah. the whole story when you are following with them thing just to the end accidentally they pressing one button and that's it so yeah. okay that's that's great just because yeah. they had to be there like that was like you know yeah yeah that, that was <laughs> that was horrible yeah, yeah i kind of gave up on king kong and godzilla when they changed the universal ride from king kong to godzilla <laughs> And yeah, that's a good reason. As good as any. Well, I mean, to be um, honest, I mean, it, it's batshit watched... crazy. I agree. Oh, Carol. No, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was about to say, it's batshit crazy movies. Don't get me wrong. I do like the idea of sitting back and just like the first Godzilla remake film and then and then Kong of Skull Island, I think was the last film I watched, watched before I traveled to Asia. I watched and this thing years ago. King Kong in Asia? well we don't talk about it <laughs> uh, we don't talk about it the last person who talked about it was jfk and you know <laughs> he did not end up <laughs> uh i watched this thing uh, years ago i think you know i don't know whenever i watched this on youtube a video of a guy who um was like obsessed about all the old Godzilla movies, like the old, old Godzilla movies, like when it was the anti-nuclear anti program ones. Yeah. And uh, 
he he goes through like all the movies throughout the decades and mm. like dissects for you like what was the spirit of that movie like where it came from and what it meant culturally mm-hmm. and the effect it had on people at the time and all of that stuff and it's it's really interesting when you look at it under that scope because like the original one was very blatantly was like a critique of nuclear energy and like not just nuclear energy like specifically that but also like just the the drive to constantly like like develop these new technologies and get more power and all of that at great costs um and then like he goes through the ages until it gets to the point where it's like Godzilla versus Ultraman and he was like this one they literally just asked kids to pick the next villain and they came up with a Power Ranger and that was it there's like no justification for this movie it was purely (laughs) like the kids like it now (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember I think it was like the Simpsons where they did something like that where they were like what's the next movie gonna be and they just let kids throw fucking or or like obviously with fucking Funzo the bear that, that fucking animatronic thing where they're like, they just keep throwing it. They would like, let kids say anything and that's it. We, we'll make the new toy from what they've said. And Yeah, you, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why I think, and I know we are in disagreement about this, but I, I, I love Pacific Rim. And I think that, that, that is exactly... You like what? Why what did to you avoid... say? Oh, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Yeah, I thought you said Pacific pa- Rim. Cream. I was like, what? Yeah. I thought you said you like rimming. I don't, sorry. Mm, <laughs> no, no, no. Like in the, when, when they made a Pacific Rim, the second one, you know, I don't know yeah. one, but someone suggests that it should be the title Rim Job. You know, it's like, it sounds, sounds like a nice Don't, don't put it past Michael Bay. He will do that shit. He will do. It. Yeah. yeah but, I really, in, in I really Rim wanted too, to like Pacific Rim, but I didn't. Neither did I. But yeah, I think maybe, that was maybe, of... maybe I. Uh, I, you know what? I was really, really uh, had, you know, uh, well, negative opinion before I watched the film. I was like, well, I'm not sure I should watch because it sounds like, looks like Transformers against Godzilla. And, you know, it's like, who want to watch this shit? And one day I just watched it and I was like, actually, that's good. And the reason why it's good because it's Guillermo. So Guillermo de Toro, it is really good about in the psychology behind that, about all of the all of how deep it is goes with this genre as well about in typical between the scale constantly playing about in the scale from the small to the big one the way it is about approaching about and duality like the twin brothers you know and and it's like all the parts of the genre it is there like in every film what what he's making it's like really deep like like for example Nightmare Alley you know, what, Nine what, really what, fucking brilliant. It, it's, I need so to watch it. it's so, so good, good. film. Yeah, I went to watch it's, it. I was, with I was Sally. so it was hoping like, it would be on the plane and it wasn't. We actually went to watch it in cinema and it was like for mm. two like two and a half hours or whatever how long it is. Yeah. We were just like but but doesn't glued. feel that yeah, it, yeah. It, just it, was it feels incredible. like short film. Yeah, it's a really, really good film. I, I think definitely one of his best ones. So uh, it's 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 definitely it is you can you can feel his his uh, signature on the whole entire film. But yeah. that type of film what you can watch several times. Sorry to sorry to edge in like this, but um do you want to know a fun thing about Pacific Rim, Charlie? Sure. If it's something he doesn't know, I'll be surprised. 
I think I'm not sure if you remember this, but I'm pretty sure you getting going to see Pacific Rim was the first time I ever met you. Maybe, maybe because you came up to the it's stand the, it, and asked me it's to the that ticket. Old? Mm. Yeah, that, we, we were Pacific kids. Rim. I mean, I mean, Adam was four, I was five. It's it's a really really scary. They let us in the cinema, but. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 because you came up to me and asked me for the ticket, and I was like, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. You, you really want to because... see this film? <laughs> okay. No, and like, yeah, people and like he's know, the and, film and guy. Know. No, he's, he know, if, he's got, if he goes to see the film, it's got to be good. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I had a really bad preconception because before I was watching, I think it came out in the same time, this, uh, what was that? Abraham Lincoln, the zombie hunter, or something like that. Oh yeah, shit! It was yeah, yeah, yes. wolf. yeah, yeah. And, and 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 literally, I was like, okay, let's just watch. And there is one of the films when I had to leave the screen. I was like, I just can't watch this shit anymore. I just stand up and I was like, I'm sure it's fun, but that's that's you know, I had a really hard shift that day. And I was like, I'm just want to turn it off my brain. I sit down and I was like, that's too much turning off because that is the level what I need to be a vegetable to enjoying this. I was like, I can't go that low. And like, I have to live in this case. Because I, I, just I literally want to see one day Charlie walk out of the cinema just but like after going, this is bullshit. This shitting is bull. And then just walk I, I mean, I, honestly, two film was that. So, I, I, see, I need this like I need shit in my wardrobe. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, literally. Yeah, uh, I, I had two films in 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 during the cinema years when 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 I had to walk out when I was watching it. One of them it was this this Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Hunter, or something, whatever was it. And the second one it was Gangster Squad, which uh, with Ryan Gosling and Emma really? Stone. Yeah, because you know that's meant to be a film noir, but literally the the worst cliches of the film noirs, they just get it, merge them together, and they hoped you won't realize it. And the whole film, it has felt like a, a soap opera. It did not feel to anyone actually read the script. They just said, oh, that was my favorite part. And now it should be happened because, you know, usually it's happening in this kind of films. And they are just moving in this. So it's like Noah really wanted to make something original. And in Halfway was a film and I was like, my stomach just can't take it. That's just that's just really too much cliche. Only Charlie would watch a together. film that's an obvious money grab, and somehow like it should be more artistic. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of of uh, having to walk out and your stomach can't take it, here's a story from my family. So my so where I grew up, where <laughs> yeah, I grew that was up, a family dinner. Yeah, yeah, where I grew up, which that Adam obviously flew over and saw and spotted from the plane the town where definitely I grew up. I definitely did. I definitely um, saw because sure, Portugal's I'm only sh- that big. Yes, I'm sure you noticed when you pointed out my town. I definitely saw an old you, lady that waving you've at you've never dogs. been in or around um, or over uh, before. Um, when but, you uh, saw uh, it. Don't, don't forget, Adam didn't have to saw his own eyes. There was someone already sitting on the wing who was just pointing <laughs> the direction <laughs> and saying that it's there. And <laughs> this is Alfonso like, really, City! <laughs> He just became like William nightmare Shatner. ten thousand feet in the yeah, air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just like something is on the wing or yeah. someone. Yeah. Believe me, if there was something on the fucking wing, I would have been like crashed the plane. 
Please. I really want to watch that episode now. It's it's so that's that's, so that, good. that's from the uh, feature film, right? Yeah. No, there's yeah, an episode, yeah, the, and then the, it's no, on the no, feature as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the one what we should watch next time. Yeah, the episode with William Shatner. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's 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 a really um, good one. Yeah. Anyway, when you flew over it, Adam, I'm sure you noticed there's this little place where it's like it's closed off like my whole life it was just an empty building like barred off you know like they put cement <laughs> over the windows and shit and it's just like they're decaying because like who you know no one gives a shit fuck it um <laughs> and that used to be a cinema and uh you know in the olden times uh th- there were certain days where it would be it would only play porn um obviously and Obviously, because in Portugal, as, porn is artist. Porn is better. Of course, uh, <laughs> n- no one ever said that. They just, it just played it. Um, but but, anyway. but they discovered that first. That was the whole thing. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they is, have discovered. I mean, if yeah. you discover porn, like you're going to show it, right? Um, yeah. Obviously. Is it was it like Fight Club? Like someone had just edited it into films. <laughs> and suddenly watching Disney, and then there's this huge cock. <laughs> yeah, no, it was literally. This is. I'm pretty sure this was common practice everywhere. I think, like they, yeah. you know, you just even like very recently in London, you still had the porn cinemas that only played that. Um, yeah, we still do. You know, I think they closed down all of them. Well, well, they they haven't. I found out for down. like um, some another reason. Like someone told me, like I don't, I wasn't looking into. Yeah, it was just like a friend, like, friend, friend. Yeah, I mean, someone mentioned yeah. like so. Ironically, yeah, yeah, but if there's I'm... one, maybe tell me. I don't know. Like, yeah, my friend yeah. might wanna. Your friend yeah, might wanna go maybe see. It. Ba- 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 just just buy a you know a card, which is like so. A I can guarantee you, it's in yeah. Soho. It's somewhere in Soho. Um, it's probably uh, anyway doesn't matter like my uncle was a kid uh like teen and i snuck into that show one day because you know whatever the old dude wasn't looking or whatever he just walked in and sat down in the room and it's like ah so excited he was like yeah i'm watching a dirty movie yeah you know because that was the only way you could do it and he got caught and thrown out because of noises and here you think "Uh uh-oh no, he was so excited. He sat down. He was like, "Yay, porn!" And then immediately farted super loud. <laughs> he didn't even get the film. Didn't even start yet. It's like no! didn't enjoy any of it. He's like farted and immediately got caught and kicked out. Like, but uh, I, I have so many questions. You know, it's like in in in, in literally in a porn theater. Like they think the most disgusting if someone farts, but <laughs> farts you know, in nothing a, else. Like, yeah, nothing else, dude. Got... It's like you're killing my boner, you know. So I've got I've got two two things two things that have popped into my mind because of this. One was it like Michael Jackson in The Departed? You know when they're like sitting in the pool movie yeah. and suddenly he just brings out like the massive dildo thing. So like, oh, Jackie goes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike, or... did you say Michael Jackson? Yeah. Did I say Michael Jackson? Sorry, Jack Nicholson, I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Michelson? Michelson. But the second thing is um, Richard Pryor has a joke about like when he goes to like porn, when he goes to like porn cinemas in New York 
and suddenly people will just get up and go like, hey, Pritchard Pryor, can I shake your hand? He's like, mm-mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to beat off yeah. in the middle of the film and then suddenly, hey, aren't you Richard Pryor? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Pryor, my, my, my favorite joke of Richard Pryor is like after he had that incident where he caught fire and he like, he goes, I heard the jokes you guys been making and he lights a... a um, a match yeah a match and he goes hey what's this Richard Pryor running down the street <laughs> like, oh, I love that funny. I love the fact that like when he's talking he's like you know when you're on fire when you run down the street and everyone just moves out your way like the fact he was in the fucking emergency room and someone came in and asked for an autograph off of him I think he was he was perfect with Jim Ryder so when, when you know all the films what they made they made two or three films right three at least three um yeah actually charlie have you seen so have you seen any stand-up of richard Pryor properly yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so have you seen when he does like about a 40 minute set set on him and gene wilder and all the shit that gene wilder would do and like yeah, no. richard would just be like oh for fuck's sake like so apparently like when they went to, so when they filmed stir crazy they filmed it in an actual prison in arizona and it's yeah, like, yeah, and uh, Sidney Poitier directed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when when they went, they would like he would because because prior when he went in there was like oh only black people get arrested because the police don't like them. And then when he was in there, he was just talking to people, and they were like, and he's like, by the end of it, he was like, thank God for fucking prisons because like so like one guy he was talking to, and he went, why did you kill everybody in the house? And he was like, they were all there. Or like this other guy <laughs> who was like. There was a guy there who was like muscly, who he was friends with, and he was like he was serving triple life. Like, so if he dies twice and comes back, he's got to go straight back to prison. And Gene Wilder would jump in the middle of like all the prisoners and go, "Hey guys, how's it going?" He's like, "Gene, stop doing this shit." Like, or he'd go up to prisoners and like like play like jokingly with them. And then he was like turning to Richard Pryor and he'd go like, what do you think they do to us? And he was like, they would fuck us. And he was like, but, 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 but we're not homosexual. And I was like, they don't give a shit about that. They, 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 neither are they. They just want to do it to see the look on your face. Actually, <laughs> did I, uh, didn't I send you a video of this, this uh, London gangster, like the old dude who used to be a gangster here in London, um, doing an interview? I think it's with Vice. Oh, what about him with the, with the kebab shop thing? And he was like, look, if oh, ever, yeah. my, mom, if ever, yeah, if ever yeah. my mom, oh, it's fish and chips. He goes, if ever my yeah. mom comes in, you serve her first. And that was his yeah, price, yeah, you, wasn't you it? Yeah, like, that's it. I don't want your money. Like, you just, if I come here or my boys, my boys come here, or my family comes here, like, we, we just get served for free. Um, and I think it's him. He mentions, like, turns out that when people go into prison, everyone's real civilized. Because <laughs> like you know, everyone knows anyone else will kill you, so they're all really civilized. It's like the people outside are rude. In there, everyone knows there's going to be consequences. They're real nice. <laughs> it's like, that, that's real good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's interview. There's a few. So this is the funny thing. Well, not funny, but like. So I watched a few interviews with the London gang. So guys who had served time with the Craze, some guys who had served time with the Richardsons. Um, in, like they were really civil towards each other unless you were one of the groups who deserved to be rule broken so like obviously child murderers and so forth like they would fucking rip them apart but everybody else was really really civil and apparently they were like and one of them um what was it 
I, I can't remember, I think it was Ed Einar, he turned around, he was in this interview and they went, what prison line? He was like, to be honest, it's the safest I've ever felt because you know nobody's going to try anything because if someone tries something, someone else would come for them. So, mm-hmm. like, literally, there was that level of, let's not say respect, but it was like that unwritten rule that, like, you all were really civil towards each other, you were all really polite towards each other and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, I know my granddad did time with one of them, so, like, for a short amount of time, but, like, only in Borstal, but, like, kind of, like, prison back then, because they were all gangsters, because they all knew who they were, like, they all were really kind of, like, like, you'd see, well, I mean, Charlie Richardson, I think, yeah, Charlie Richardson and the Craze did time in the same prison for a while. And even though, like, outside of London, they were still doing hits on each other and, like, they were fucking, like, at war when they were in, when they were in prison. They were really civil to, like, to ice each other, like, hey, how's it going? Hey, everything's all right. Because they all knew if one person started trouble, then, like, it would come back and it would just be, like, it was just too much fucking hassle. So that they were, like, really kind of nice and polite to each other. I mean, that's, mm. it's a common thing where if you read books about people in jail and all that stuff, it's the common that generally the problem, I mean, yes, there can be violence and all of this, but mostly the problem isn't really the other criminals. It's more like you're in shitty conditions or whatever, you know, or you don't understand that world and you get mm. into some trouble like if you understand it then you're you're fine it's generally the lesson for everyone i worked with a guy who um who had been in jail for uh for trafficking like for you know like like drugs like crystal and all that shit um, yeah i i wanted to ask about the trafficking it can be different yeah yeah yeah. No, I, yeah yeah i thought maybe, no not babies or things like yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. Trafficking. just no, 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 like no. drugs or, or um, not like organs or, or something. Yeah. I mean, there's that's how much he told me. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, but 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 also you can get a discount if I need a new liver or something. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you can recover very easily. Anyway, I was working with this guy, uh, and one because one it's really it's one of the most interesting exchanges I've ever had at work, anywhere. Um, <laughs> I was working with this guy, and he was like, "Yeah, this is the first job I've ever had," and I was like. You're not that You're young. old. <laughs> not old, like 23, 4, you know. It's like you're not that young. And you're way too and you're way too old to never had have had a job being as poor as you seem. Like you know what I mean? It's like you don't seem like you have yeah. came from a bunch of money and that you paid for your life until now. And then you're working here with me. Like, this isn't where wealthy people end up, right? So I was like, what, what gives? Uh, and, he, and he was just like, oh, yeah, because I was in jail a bunch of years. And I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, Makes sense. As everyone does, sure. Yeah. yeah. But the guy was like, he was super open about it. So I was like, you know, do you mind if I like ask you a shit ton of things? Because I'm really curious. Um, yeah. First, so like, soap. How yes. you do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so anyway, he started telling me like about how he got into like selling drugs and he made all of this mm-hmm. money. And he was like, he was super unapologetic about it. He was like, I don't regret any of it. I 
only regret that I was an idiot and all the money I made, I spent immediately. And he was like, he did the math for me. Like what they like actually started oh. doing the math. And he was like, if I had saved any of the money I made back then, I would be retired right now and be fine because I had millions going through my hands. But it was like stacks and I was a kid and I thought it was going to last forever. And I was just like, fuck it, you know, buy the whole place a drink, you know, like go wherever. It's my friends, you know. And then he got arrested and he had nothing, of course. And, and, and you know, you, you as a writer, you listen yeah. to him and it's like, this is fucking gold. Tell this me more. Is gold. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so like there's so much more. Like this was a really long conversation. Like he, he was so, it was great. It was like insane uh-huh. to hear all of this. Stuff. No, that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's really awesome. But I did not, ask him. Not what he did, but yeah, yeah, he no, was open about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did ask him, um, like, obviously, uh, you know, you're telling me all of this stuff. You're telling me you don't regret it. But obviously, you're not doing it anymore. Because his whole thing was like, he hated having to go to a job. He was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, and I was like, mm-hmm. tell me about it, right? <laughs> but... Uh, but I was like, but you're here, so like you're clear, like clearly you're not selling anymore. Because if you were, you wouldn't be here. Um, so did did jail work? Like because you're you didn't go back into it, and he said yes, it worked. But here's the thing: he's like, he, so it never imparted onto him that what he did was wrong. He was like you know anyone wants to take drugs let them take drugs fuck it i was just Mm. you know why can't i be making money out of it he doesn't care um and he didn't there wasn't this sense of like oh you know i was corrected and now i'm an upstanding citizen or whatever the end it wasn't any of the other prisoners he said like being in jail was absolutely fine like i would play games with all the with all the other old guys like i would play checkers all day and like I knew everyone there, like the guards mm-hmm. were, were were super polite to us, like it was fine. Um, it was when they took him in and they closed his cell and he realized that he was like, if I need to take a shit, I need to call that guy and mm-hmm. have him open the door for me. Like I'm completely take like all of my liberty is taken away. And he was like, I never again want to feel like that. It was the most horrible thing anyone could have done to me. And he was like, I'm never, I'm not touching any of that shit because I'm never again going through mm-hmm. that. Fuck it. Like he won't even risk it, you know? Uh-huh. And it was really interesting to, to digest, to digest that. He was like, jail was absolutely fine. Like no one was going to fuck with me and I wasn't going to fuck with anyone. Like, cause we, we know we can be crazy. It was like, we were just nice to each other, all of us. And I learned so much about like committing more crime because <laughs> obviously, <laughs> You know, that's what everyone in there knows. But he was like, I'm just not going to risk going through that, like being stuck in it. And then obviously I thought about him a lot when the first mm-hmm. lockdown hit. I was like, oh, shit, I wonder what's happening with that guy now. Because like he's not enjoying this. Yeah, I can imagine. Standing on the beach like, fuck you, shit, where I want now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of think like maybe he just like, he was like, well, if this is how it's going to be, fuck it, I'll sell all the drugs now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's easier, yeah. 